0: 56-0 to in the home opener. The Louisville football team absolutely demolished Murray State. We're going to recap that game, how balanced the overall production was on both sides of the football on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on everyone welcome in to another episode of the locked on the global podcast I'm your host Dalton Pence today's episode brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use the promo code locked on college for $20 off of your first purchase as always I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day just a reminder that the locked on the global podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week your team every day As I mentioned, full recap of the Cardinals 56-0 victory over Murray State in Jeff Brom's first home game as the Cardinals head coach. Louisville handled business against the Racers. We'll talk about how the offensive production was as balanced as I have ever seen for a Louisville football team. And then we'll talk about the defense showing out and pitching a shutout against Murray State. So... Um, Like I mentioned, Louisville winning 56-0 at Cardinal Stadium Thursday night kickoff. Jeff Brom's first game at home as the head coach of the Cardinals, and it was hard to put together a more convincing effort than what we saw from Louisville last night. Um, Overall, I mean, you can put this performance under a microscope and really critique it to the fullest extent. And we will, we will talk about areas of improvement on the next episode of the show. But I mean, overall offense scored 56 had a ton of yards, hard to put too much critique on it. Although there are some, there is some room for improvement defensively speaking. If you think that there's a, a lot to take away from the team, giving up zero points and saying that there's a lot of improvement needed I just don't know about it, but overall, the cards start out two and zero on the season. First time since 2017 when Louisville defeated Purdue against Jeff Brom's team in the season opener, and then they went to Chapel Hill and won a high scoring affair against North Carolina to go two and zero. Louisville will now look to go three and zero for the first time since 2016, in which they started four and zero. So, uh, I think that this two and zero start. The first 2-0 start since 2017 is notable for two reasons. Number one, it's a testament to how well Louisville has scheduled. I mean, you look at the schedule um, in the first couple of games of the season. 2018, you had Alabama. 2019, you had Notre Dame. Um, 2021, I'm sorry, 2020, you have Miami. 2021, you had Mississippi first game of the year. Um, and But also, it is, it is showing that Louisville – doesn't really do a good job of starting the season out on the right foot. Uh, we've seen Louisville sort of be a second half of the season team to where they catch up from a lackluster start in the middle part of the schedule. That's where they're able to kind of get back on track. Um, but it's nice to start out 2-0 and this season because it could always be worse. I mean, Louisville was supposed to win the first game last year against Syracuse, and they got absolutely demolished. So that's why that victory against Georgia Tech is key. And then beating Murray State, a team that you're supposed to beat, is obviously key as well. But the Cardinals didn't have a lot to gain from this matchup. I mean, we talked about it in the full preview episode, right, that there wasn't a ton to gain. But there was a considerable amount uh, to lose if you put yourself into that situation. You know, if you were to lose outright, then obviously we're having a way different discussion today. Or if you just win in an unconvincing fashion, like if you were win to if you were to win under twenty points, like if if the margin was under twenty points, I think that there's a conversation to be had to where there's going to be a lot of people nervous heading into week three of the season. Um, you know, especially since the team didn't necessarily look all that great. Overall week one, I mean, there were some moments where the team looked really good, but obviously the team still needs to improve. But the spread coming into this game was 43 and a half. It opened up at 41, ended at 43 and a half early on in that first half. I was wondering, is Louisville even going to get to 42 points, let alone win by 42 points? And then the Cardinals were able to open it up due to some big touchdowns uh, from the offense in that second half. Um, And we'll talk about the offensive performance here momentarily. But like I said, not too much to gain from this performance. Um, It was just a matter of handling business. That was the number one thing. Go out there and handle business. And Louisville did that. They scored over 50 and they did not allow Murray State to score at all. We'll talk about in the third segment. I'm not sure that the Racers even got inside the Cardinals' 30-yard line. They got inside Louisville territory here and there, but they had some turnovers. They weren't able to move the ball, move the sticks, so they had to punt, um, you know, whatever may have you. I think that the Louisville defense did a good job of, when they were tested on their side of the field, they bent but did not break. Overall, about 45,000 fans there. I was hoping to have more than 50-plus, but it was about 75% of the stadium full um, pretty solid turnout. I'm not going to complain on today's episode of the show about fan turnout because it was a victory. So, you know, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer, but shout out to everyone that was able to make their way out to Cardinal Stadium, LN Cardinal Stadium, I should say last night. Uh, met some people, some, uh, good friends of the show. Some frequent viewers met, um, Will and he, um, actually stood by me on the party deck. Pretty much the whole night, it was nice to get to talk to Will. So, Will, nice to meet you, man. Also, um, got to see uh, the members of the Third Banner Podcast, which, Louisville fans, if you need uh, some more content from, you know, Louisville Sports, that's a great show to be able to check out on YouTube. So, shout out to Will. Shout out to Will's dad, James, uh, Third Banner Pod, and all the other fans that made their way out to Cardinal Stadium last night. Beautiful weather And it was a solid performance to watch Louisville put forth in the first home game of the season in the first home win of the Jeff Brom era. But overall, like I mentioned, I mean, not too much to really look at on this level. My mantra for early on in the season is to not get too high, but don't get too low either, right? Um, it's early on. These are teams that you're supposed to win. Lowell is supposed to win these games, and it's great to confirm that they are doing that, and that's fantastic, but we're not going to make too much more out of it. In my opinion, it's okay. There's two things that I'm focusing on. Number one, winning the games. Are we winning? Okay, good. Number two, getting better each and every week. You're 2-0. and That's fantastic. Now go 3-0. And... In- If you get to 3-0, that's great. Now go 4-0. You can't look too far ahead, especially when you're trying to talk about Louisville as a potential 9-10 win team. You don't have the luxury of looking too far ahead because I think now you get into the schedule to where if you don't perform to the level of which we know that you can, you could end up losing. I I think that um, it's hard to gauge the performance against Murray State because you were – over 40-point favorites. So the success that you had last night was success that you were supposed to have. So I'm not going to give too much uh, or put too much emphasis on the performance, but I'll give credit where credit's due because you still have to go out there and you have to win the game. So at the end of the day, it's like, okay, you won the game. Fantastic. You did it in a convincing fashion. That's great. Love to see it. I like to see a handful of players that usually don't get playing time see the field and perform and show out. That's great. I loved it. I love to see the vibes, what they were, the, the cards chance, all the cards chance after the game, the morale is high from the fan base. The morale is high from the players. We've heard it in interviews. We've seen it with the crowds that Louisville's had in the first two games and how um, lively you can, you can just feel a different buzz with this fan base that just has not been there in probably half of a decade. I'll just be completely honest. So, um, like I said, Willow had one task on Thursday evening. That was to handle business against Murray State. They did that. And we're going to talk here momentarily about how balanced this offense was. It was one of the most balanced attacks that I have ever seen and there's a couple of statistics that will show that this program has never seen anything like that. And we'll talk about that here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at NeutraFull. Okay, look, I understand um, 80% of men at some point in their life will experience hair thinning. It's normal, but it doesn't have to be your fate. You can get ahead of thinning with Nutrafol, it's the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Go to nutrafol.com/men to take their hair health wellness quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health throughout. Or through whole body wellness, I should say. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code Locked On College. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men and enter the promo code Locked On College. That's neutrafold.com slash men with the promo code Locked On College. As I have mentioned before, thank you all again for making Locked On the your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the podcast is free on all streaming services, including YouTube, WHAS 11 Plus, whatever service you utilize, five days a week, your team every day. Be sure to check out the Locked On um, College Football Live videos that you can find on all streaming services. But if you're having trouble, go to the Locked On Louisville YouTube page. Click on Locked On Louisville, it'll show you the whole page. And there will be a link to look or to watch the Locked On College Football Live podcast that you can also find wherever you get your podcasts. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, heading a little bit further into the performance for the Louisville Cardinals in a 56-0 home opening win over Murray State on Thursday evening. The Cardinals 2-0 on the season. Coming into the matchup, offensively speaking, I wanted to see better connection between quarterback Jack Plummer and the receivers. Uh, that's the number one thing I wanted to see. I wanted to see the rushing attack continue to churn out big yardage plays and just overall guys get involved. So beginning with the first point, um, statistically speaking, I mean, Plummer didn't have the greatest game. I mean, he was accurate, 16 of 22. He had 247 yards, one touchdown to two interceptions. Now, one of those interceptions was uh, desperation Hail Mary at the end of the first half that Murray State intercepted, which... It is what it is. I mean, it goes in the box score, but it's not legit to me. But the first interception was a play to where I forget who the receiver was, but he had a receiver downfield probably about 40 to 45 yards and had him open for a couple seconds but waited a little bit too long. And then when he did throw the ball, the Murray State defender was able to um, you know, catch up ground or make up ground and then catch the football for the interception in Murray State territory. So it was one of those per- one of those passes that you looked at as like, come on, make, make the pass a little bit quicker. I think we can critique Jack Plummer's performance all we want. uh, And we'll talk about it a little bit further in the next episode of the show when we get a little bit further into analysis, but there were still some instances to where the timing wasn't down. I think that Jack Plummer looked like um you know he was still questioning the reads a little bit. It looked like he was going for the looking for the home run ball every play and not just taking what the defense gave him. But overall, I think he was better from an overall standpoint in week 2 than he was week 1. Now granted, it's a team against Murray State so you can't really put too much of emphasis on this performance have too many takeaways from it, but you looked he looked more comfortable throwing the ball down the field, had a couple of big time throws to Jamari Thrash, um to Jawar Jordan. Um some other players had some some key receptions as well. Kevin Coleman Jr. Um so on and so forth. I look at this performance from Plummer, and I think that there is some stuff that still needs to be worked on, and it wasn't a perfect performance. I think that we still have to see what week three brings against Indiana. I'm interested to see how he performs in that game, considering he only played a little bit over two quarters of football, so he didn't get a full game to really um, you know, play pretty well. But ultimately, he had some... Solid moments. He also had some moments where it's like, okay, you've got to get rid of the ball quicker. Um, You have to be more confident in your reads. But I liked how he scrambled uh, with the ball. I liked how he evaded pressure. He's shown that he can throw the ball on the move. Had a beautiful throw to Jamari Thrash down the sideline that Thrash wasn't able to corral in. But Plummer was on the move when he threw it, which was fantastic. Placement there just couldn't connect. Um, but overall, I mean, it was a solid performance. I mean, it wasn't alarming, but it wasn't, you know, um, you know, absolutely notable um, ACC player of the week performance either. So I'm interested to see how Plummer plays in week three. Also wanted to see the rushing attack succeed and that it did 44 carries for 344 yards and six touchdowns. Jawar Jordan was the notable rusher on the evening. He had seven for 135 and two touchdowns. One of his rushes that went for over 70 yards was called back due to holding. That would have been eight carries for Essentially 200 yards and three touchdowns, but Jawar has been phenomenal to start the season. He has carried the ball for four, he has carried the ball 14 times for 231 yards and three touchdowns. That's 16.5 yards per carry. Louisville has once again gone to the balanced approach, which you know they definitely will against Murray State. Um, no Maurice Turner in this game. He dealt with some injuries, but you had three players with over seven carries. Dwarf Jordan led the way, seven for 135 and a touchdown. He had the 72-yard touchdown run. He also had another uh, touchdown on the goal line. Keewon Brown came in in the second half, true freshman from the Atlanta area. I was extremely impressed with how he performed 11 for 65 and a touchdown. And then Isaac Garendo is continually showing how you know he has been uh, a key part of this team through the first two weeks 11 for 63 and a touchdown his strength that he brings to this offense coupled with the offensive line play is going to be very very tough to stop uh the differentiating skill sets between Jordan and Turner and then Isaac Garendo I think is going to be a great problem to have if you are the Louisville Cardinals so that rushing attack was solid um you had Caden Mormon have Five carries for 38 yards. Uh, freshman from Frankfurt. Um, and then, obviously, overall, you had Evan Conley with a 19-yard um, carry. Jamari Thrash, a 12-yard touchdown run on an end-around. And it was just a fantastic rushing performance. Louisville's um, receiving was fantastic as well. You had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 different receivers record at least one catch. Thrash, Gorindo and Jimmy Callaway all had over four. Um, you also had Joey Gatewood, first career catch for him, one for 34 and a touchdown in that fourth quarter. Um, ultimately, people will say, well, the offense struggled here and there. Honestly though, did they? I mean, sure, there was times where drives were stalled out. I mean, they didn't score on every drive, so I guess you could say that, look, okay, made some mistakes here and there. Um, it is what it is. You had 29 first downs. Stad had eight. You had over you had just under 700 total yards of offense. You had 690 yards of offense. I don't care who you are playing. That is a very impressive statistic. So I look at that and I'm thinking, okay, you scored 56, you had 690 total yards of offense. I'm not going to critique this performance too much because there's not much more you can do. I mean, sure. You can split Adams under a microscope and say, well, this pass was underthrown. And sure. I mean, there, there are parts where, you know, mistakes were made, but you're not going to be perfect in any game. So ultimately, The Louisville offense did what they needed to do. Um, I think that they looked comfortable at times. It was a confidence booster. Now we'll see how this trajectory continues into the week three matchup against Indiana. Um, That should be a, um, a decent test for the Cardinals up at Lucas Oil Stadium, the second NFL stadium in three games that the Cardinals will have played at. So we'll talk about that matchup when it comes time. But, Not before we talk about how well the defense played. I think that there were times where the defense gave up some chunk yardage, and I'm like, man, come on. They shut out Murray State, so it's hard to look too much further past this performance. We're going to talk about this performance a little bit more in depth after we talk about the title sponsor of the show, Game Time. Look, college football season means that getting tickets, especially to Louisville home games, can be tough. They're going to be a little bit more expensive than they have been in years past. I understand that people get stressed out when they try to buy tickets, but game time makes it easy. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Not only sports, but concerts, um, theater, music, etc. Game time, if you download the app, you can look through... The upcoming events in your area—you don't just have to get them in advance. But the day of the game, you can get them on Game Time flash deals and last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. Event cancellation protection, job loss protection, so on and so forth. Snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. But again, create an account. Redeem code locked on college for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets for the lowest price guaranteed. Okay, heading into the final segment of the show. We just talked about the offensive performance for Louisville. Now we're switching over to the defense. For the defense, it was sort of the same thing as the offense. Look, just handle business. Don't get embarrassed. Don't give up big time yardage plays. Don't let Murray State score a, a good amount of points and just. Look like yourself, just handling business. It's hard to handle business much better than they did. They allowed zero points. They gave up eight first downs. They gave up 166 total yards. Murray State had some troubles passing the ball. I mean, look, I think that, um, you know, they played three quarterbacks. DJ Williams was 7 of 16 for 68 yards. Eric Phoenix was 1 of 5 for 4 yards and 1 interception. Jaden Stenson was 0 for 1. Um, So, overall, I think that really the only time Murray State did something, they had some first down runs. Um, uh, Kaiwan Morgan was 11 for 34. You had DJ Williams was able to scramble for a little bit. Cortez Jones had five for 19. Um, And Eric Phoenix had one for 10. So, a lot of the yardage for Murray State, who had 94 rushing yards on 32 carries, which is – a little over three yards a rush. I mean, a lot of it came on broken down plays, quarterbacks scrambling when the plays were um, breaking down. Um, they had some plays where I think they gave up a first down run. But overall, I mean, it, it's really hard to look too much more into this and say that there's a lot to critique. Now, granted, you can't put too much emphasis on this because it's Murray State. So, like I said, can't get too high. Can't get too low. Just take it for what it is, accept it, applaud it, and move on to the next week. Have some short-term amnesia. Um, Ultimately, it was extremely balanced. I mean, there was so many players that got involved on the action. TJ Quinn led the way with six tackles. Josh Minkins didn't play this game, so Louisville was out there two preseason starting safeties, but Devin Neal played very, very well. He was second on the team with five tackles. Um, Jalen Alderman, had a tackle for loss. Ashton Gelotti had a sack and a tackle for loss per year. I'm sorry, Ramon per year. Antonio Watts, Salah Brown, Stephen Heron, uh, Jeff Clark, all were able to record tackles in the backfield. But multiple, multiple players got involved in the stat sheet for the Cardinals. Um, I was impressed with the ability to get off the field on third down. Murray State's offense. Look, Murray State is in a – period to where they really, really struggled in in 2022. I mean, you look at what they did. They won two games. They went two and nine. Uh, They lost their first eight games of the year, and a lot of these games were not even close. The two wins they had were Tennessee State and Robert Morris. Granted, they beat Presbyterian in game one of this season, but look, I mean, this is a game that Louisville was supposed to win pretty handily. Over 40 point spread, and they did. So I'm going to keep mentioning that. Um, Now we will have Grant Mulligan, obviously, on the show again this upcoming week. Weekly visitor, weekly um, guest on the show, the State of Louisville football analyst. He has a great job of breaking down the X's and O's. I want to hear him. I want you all to hear him talk about how he assessed Plummer's game. The – value of having such a balanced rushing attack. Um, You know, the defensive shutout, we will dive more into, we will dive into this performance further and more effectively on the next episode of the show, which will probably be Sunday or Monday. Um, So be sure to stay tuned to that, but um, won't do too much recap into this game. Uh, We will next week have some, Um, content of we'll have our weekly mailbag we'll talk about um, some recruiting some other tidbits potentially some basketball talk as well before we get into preview with the indiana matchup for week three but um, that's going to wrap up this friday edition of the show everyone have a great day have a great weekend go cards